Hello and welcome back to the Outrank Tinnitus podcast. This is Frida and I'm your host and this podcast is all about the tinnitus science, how you can find relief from whatever pot- podcast, whatever tinnitus you might be experiencing. Um, and I'm here today joined by uh, Malcolm from San Antonio uh, in Texas. And uh, Malcolm shares his story of tinnitus anxiety and it is very clear right from the start, from the beginning that he's had tinnitus for a longer period of time, but that all only the bad and worst part of his anxiety started as soon as he familiarized himself with what tinnitus actually means for other people. So I think a very wise takeaway from this episode is that um, every ev- actually everyone can have a positive or at least neutral relationship with their tinnitus that will make it much easier in the long run to habituate to your tinnitus. So join me and Malcolm on a coaching session that uh, is a lot about um, initial tinnitus anxiety so Malcolm is pretty new to tinnitus Um, so therefore I hope that for many people this is quite useful especially if you start dealing with tinnitus so um, if you know someone who's recently developed tinnitus and is is really suffering and, and dealing with a difficult bout of tinnitus then definitely forward them this episode like and subscribe to the podcast that helps us reach ever more people with tinnitus you know as usual we invite you um, Malcolm's already joined but you can join as well so I'm working in one-on-one coaching sessions with Malcolm but um, you are also more than welcome to join our online program at www.mytennis.club you can find a 14 days free trial but let's do the intro and get right into the episode with Malcolm thank you all for being here and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Outring Tinnitus podcast. This is Frida and I'm your host. This podcast is all about the tinnitus science and what you can do to live a better life despite the ringing. Hello and welcome back everyone to the channel. Uh, Today we have another episode here on the channel and we talk to uh, Malcolm from San Antonio, Texas. And uh, Malcolm's been uh, here with us today because he's been dealing with a little bit of a rough patch with his tinnitus. So today in this um, 30 minutes coaching session, we try everything we can and that's in our power in order to get uh, Malcolm to the next level in his journey. So Malcolm, please um, welcome to the show. Please introduce yourself briefly to our audience and uh, tell us a little bit about your story. Hey everyone, my name is Malcolm uh, from San Antonio. Um, yep, I uh, just recently um, went to the audiologist from a ringing in my ear. Yeah. Um, it all started about a month ago now actually, uh, when I went to the gun range with a company shooting event and um i've used the three the 3m uh foam earplugs and was shooting yeah. all day thought that was sufficient yeah no and then um come to find out uh that those aren't you know the best ear protection at all yeah. um and so i had the ringing in my ear and then about a month and i didn't think too much of it i thought you know it'll just go away i didn't research it i didn't yeah. look online or nothing and i and i went through christmas and everything and had a good christmas and my wife said I went, you know, I would go days, three, four days without complaining about it. Mm. And then, um, and then about a week, about, uh, you know, a month passes. And then I do, I get back to working and I do a couple uh, swings of the hammer and, and do some things with construction. And mm. then I realized, wow, you know, 
and I think that might have made it louder, you know, just because I wasn't wearing hearing protection like I never do because it's just tools. Right. Um, and I'm really fine with tools. I never have a ringing. And then right. I'm like, wow, you know, this ringing is still in my ear and it feels kind of louder. And then so I get online and really start researching and looking at tinnitus. And then I just freak, I just freak out and I just, and I just automatically just praying that I have an ear infection and just, um, you know, it's, it's a really tough, hard, hard pill to swallow. Um, and then yeah. I go to the audiologist and um, I go to the audiologist and she says, she gives me a hearing test and she says my left ear, which is, I have the ringing. It's a high frequency hearing, hear, uh, ringing about um, between 6,000 and 88, 8.5 kilohertz. Yeah. Um, yeah. Makes sense. And it changes in pitch, you know, I don't yeah. know if it's 15 decimals between 30 decimals. Yeah. Um, but that's what I'm dealing with. And I go to the audiologist and she says, you know, uh, you gave yourself a hearing loss, permanent hearing loss. Um, you're going to need uh, hearing aids. It's going to be a rough, you know, go come back next week with your wife. We're going to have a heart to heart. Um, and okay. since then, I've just been spiraling yeah. kind of down. Right. First thing I need to say um thanks for sharing that it's never easy to share that with someone else when you're struggling with saying with things and uh uh i know it yeah so thank you for giving me the, the the trust but um i understand a few things already um the first thing i'd understand is you never had a problem until you started googling so your emotional reaction to a sound that you experience was never a problem until you went where the herd goes and if the herd goes and gets super anxious and freaks out about their tinnitus because of certain posts on the internet, then certainly we think, well, that will apply to me too. So if everyone else says this is this terrible and this is such a big problem, then I will have a big problem too. And that's where you got, get stuck in the anxiety fight or flight. So this is the first question that I have to you. So quite literally, until you started Googling, tinnitus was not as much an issue for you. Right. Okay, first thing. Second thing, you got yourself a hearing loss is another thing that plays into this emotional card, right? It's another thing that plays the emotional card. Everyone gets themselves a hearing loss. Like other people who work on construction sites or work with heavy machinery, they get themselves a hearing loss as well. Sometimes they also do get tinnitus. Living gives you hearing loss. So if you're not 15 anymore and you've never been to a club, then very, very, very high chance that you have some degree of hearing loss, right? Life gives you hearing loss and it's normal that it's progressive. And yes, of course, people who work in construction might have a, a higher hearing loss, but what you need to understand is A, you never had a problem in the relationship with your tinnitus until you started Googling and B, now your audiologist makes it sound, well, of course, because she's an audiologist, so she's passionate about hearing aids and she's also passionate about selling them to you. And, and if you have the indication for one, you should get it. But there's not more than, well, they do the same thing as glasses for your eyes, right? If you don't see properly, you go to the, uh, you go to the optometrician, you get gl glasses measured, end of story. No need to be emotional about it. I mean, you can say, shit, my eyes are getting worse. Sorry for the language. But, you know, in the end, it's simply your eyes getting worse. You get a fix for that and that's it. Same thing for your hearing. So this over-emotionalizing is 
unnecessary and it plays a card that is already difficult for people who start dealing with tinnitus, right? And most people who start dealing with tinnitus, they find themselves in exactly the same place where you find yourself in. Your problem is not originally with the sound that you experience, because think back to the time where you had tinnitus, but you weren't bothered about it. But your problem is with the emotional reaction. So the way the tinnitus makes you feel now that your brain has started to classify it as something dangerous because other people maybe say on the internet, they're having massive problems with it. It's been years for them since they, since they started trying to habituate or get better with it. But this is all because they're stuck in this emotional cycle in which the release of the stress hormones tells us we have a big problem here. Then we read, we read up on more scary stories, et cetera. And then we continue down that rabbit hole all the time. And as we have tinnitus 24-7, we always tune into that, right? If we, can, if we want to, we can always tune into it. But you know how it was before you started Googling. There were large periods of the day, let me suppose, you can correct me here in a minute, but there were probably large amounts of the day where you were not really focusing on it because you didn't ascribe any meaning to it. Is that correct? That's correct. So, so, so okay then let's 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 continue this journey what's the, the thing that you have a, the biggest obstacle with, with right now so what what for you is is it anxiety is it uh, trouble sleeping is it uh, concentrating at work what, what what's your what's your biggest obstacle well for me i've been i've been sleeping a lot like oversleeping like 12 hours 14 hours for this whole weekend just because I yeah. just, I'm so I think I'm so depressed and I have so much anxiety around this situation that I just want to sleep and make it like reality go away. Okay. And I have a four year old son and a, and, and a six and a six and an eight month old and a, a wife. And I'm like, it's just, I'm like, when the baby cries, I'm like sensitive to it now. And um, it's just like really sad for me. And it's just right. really tough to deal with. And I'm just finding a hard time being the strong man that, I'm supposed to be for my family because I feel like I feel like guilt. I feel so much guilt that I did this to myself. I feel so much anger that, you know, nobody, you know, told me not to do that. I, I have all these emotion negative emotions. Um, right. and the only thing that gives me relief is that my father, who's 50, and also another coworker who's 50, and also my father-in-law who's 50, they told me that they have tinnitus. Um and I never knew they had tinnitus. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, you know, you just, you just got to get used to it. It's fine. Just get used to it. You know, they kind of like, yeah. and my father-in-law, he, he got it from my rack and he's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's tough the first six months, but you know, you just got to get used to it. And he has his ways of dealing with it. He wears earplugs all the time, but none of them have hearing aids. Um, and the audiologist is telling me I need hearing aids. So I'm like stuck in this like dude information overload. I don't know if I need a hearing aid. I don't know if I can habituate it. I don't know if the hearing aid will help me habituate it. I just don't know. I'm so confused. Dude, and let me let me stop you. Let me let me stop you right there because there is a few things that we need to separate, and it's important that we need to separate them. Okay, the first thing you need to know is the guilt is not going to make anything better. The guilt is going to let you be let you be stuck in this emotional reactivity situation. You're not guilty for that, man. You just didn't know better at the time, and that happens. But it would it could have happened even you. Look, we always think if we can just overprotect our ears after having tinnitus, then we can avoid it. You can't. Life is loud. When you go out on the street and there's an ambulance passing and suddenly you have tinnitus onset. If you didn't get it from the gun range, very likely if you have the genetic predisposition for tinnitus and the hearing loss you have, you would have gotten tinnitus anyways. 
So stop doing the guilt thing because the guilt thing is going to keep your amygdala in overdrive. Your guilt, the guilt thing is going to keep the fear and panic center releasing this emotion, this emotional reactivity, stress hormones, cortisol, adrenaline all the time. So stop being guilty about it. You're a great father. I'm sure you're a great dad. You're a great husband, etc. And you're saying you're supposed to be this tough guy. Well, yes, but you also you also have a chance to show your your family members that compassion is a valuable thing and that we can't always be these strong people. It's okay not to always be super strong. We can have difficult times in life. And if we explain it properly, we seem even stronger. Instead of thinking that you lose an image to your family, make yourself connect with them more. Say to them like, it's all right, daddy's got a tough time right now, but he'll be fine. Don't worry about it, son. Sometimes things in life are, are difficult, but you, 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 you do what I did. You, you go out, you, you get help from different sides. You book this coaching session. You went to the audiologist. You get the help from all these sides. And then you work on, on managing this anxiety. And you got to understand, and this is why I stopped you, that you got to separate all these things. One thing is guilt. The other one is, is confused with whether you should have a hearing aid or not. And all these kind of things, they keep you in this constant overdrive. And then also this Googling and these terrible stories from people who've done terrible things to them because of tinnitus. In the end, a sound that you have learned, if you're not paying too much attention to it, it's not a problem. It's only since you started getting into the topic that you started developing a problem. And you need to appreciate that come back to that whenever you need to, that you can be the same kind of person with tinnitus, simply experiencing the sound of tinnitus, like when you go in the morning, have your coffee and chill in your, in your kitchen, the humming of your fridge. I'm saying this over and over and over again. We don't, we are not upset about the humming of our fridge unless we think that the fridge is breaking down. Otherwise, the, the humming of the fridge has no emotional value attached to it, so we never even hear it. And this is the same thing for tinnitus and everyone will habituate. So you need, to, you need to have a strategic approach of how to deal with all these anxiety thoughts and then know that none of them can harm you. It's, it's everything's cool, man. Like everything is good. Like the, the hearing loss story, yeah, it's passe. If you need a hearing aid, it's a good thing to get a hearing aid. Next, next advice that I can give you, don't need a $3,000 hearing aid that has all these massive Bluetooth functionality and whatnot. Get one that's going to be helpful for you Test many. You also have the right to go to as many audiologists as you want. If the first one only wants to sell you upmarket 3,003 grand hearing aids and you say like, A, I can't afford that. B, I don't want a, a payment plan, whatever. I want a cheap and functioning hearing aid. Give, give me one that's cheap, but also functioning, right? And then try a few out and see which one is the best one for you. A hearing aid made. I'm deaf on this ear. I have a hearing aid and tinnitus for 15 years now. And tinnitus doesn't bother me one bit. What bothers me is my hearing loss. Yes, sometimes I don't understand stuff good. Right now I'm in Colombia with my in-laws, with my wife. She's from Colombia. It's not my language. I speak Spanish fluently, but it's not my language. So it's more difficult with my hearing loss and everything. And that's annoying. But my tinnitus doesn't bother me one bit. So what I want to tell you is everything you're experiencing is absolutely natural and it's no problem, but you need a good framework of... Of, of, of releasing and understanding all of these things. It's okay to, to feel guilt, but you feel guilt on the wrong premises. It's okay for a while to be out and have a difficult time. Everyone's just out and having a difficult time. You talked about the, per the guy, I mean, was it your dad or your father-in-law with the Iraq thing? Um, yes. Imagine that, like imagine you get tinnitus. A lot of soldiers, veterans in the US have tinnitus based on war stuff. Now what's worse? 
you on a company event shooting a gun, getting tinnitus for that, or you seeing your, your comrade being blown up into 20,000 pieces and getting tinnitus from that, and tinnitus throws you back to that moment every single time. That's why people, and often veterans, have such a big problem with tinnitus. And it's absolutely understandable. Imagine seeing something like that, and the tinnitus transports you back to that all the time. Right. So, 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 so these are the things. So, so first of all, I think maybe it was a little bit helpful in, first of all, establishing where you come from. Now, tell me which, which of these thoughts and it give you the most anxiety. What's giving you most anxiety? And then let's try to talk about that a little bit, because I think when we release the biggest parts of anxiety, then you feel like a weight has been lifted off of your shoulders. And then I think it'll be much easier for you to go ahead. I feel like the part that um, is the worst is that the thought that it'll, that my dad's, my father-in-law's and my coworkers that have tinnitus, they're all, I'm only 27, they're all in their 50s or older. And it's the fact that I don't know how loud theirs are, is. And mine feels now pretty loud. Like, I mean, it's not unbearable, but sometimes I feel like the pitch increases and it kind of irritates me now all of a sudden. Um, and I don't know if that's enhanced for because I'm stressing out so much about it. But then also, you know, um, just my you know, my kids trying to be present in the moment with them. And I mean, I haven't even ate hardly anything for the two days. Like my body actually feels sick and just trying to be present in the moment with them play. You know, if I'm not doing that, even when I'm doing that, it's, it's hard and I'm looking at them and look and, and I'm happy because they're them. But in, in my heart, I'm like having a hard time dealing with it because I, every time I just hear that the, the E in the background and, it's 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 having a pretty emotional effect on me yeah. um yeah i broke down a couple of times you know to my mom and my and my wife and never done anything like that but it's just you know seeing it online you know people commit suicide from it and stuff and then you know you see uh my my dad he says you know you just get used to it um and I'm, in my head i'm thinking well is it how loud is it for you um, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter because your brain habituates to it anyways, whatever the loudness is. And let that be something that you know in future. Future anxiety doesn't get you anywhere, um, right? Like whether tinnitus or other things, terrible things happen in life. You can't always control them. And your brain, however, will habituate to tinnitus no matter the loudness. So the, the, problem, the problem is the human psyche. The human psyche can go into very dark places very quickly but it can also come out of them very quickly again. So the reason people get stuck is they dig down deeper into this hole, but you are already completely, you're already way above and beyond. Just by booking this call and talking to me, you're already on different levels than what all these people are. And let me tell you why your tinnitus perception is so high. Of course, your brain has perceived this to be something that is like number one problem on why your, one, why your quality of life has gone to shite, yeah? That's what your brain says right now. How could your brain not focus on something that you have identified the number one enemy and obstacle for you to live your life right now? So that you respond in this kind of way with heightened awareness of your tinnitus, which literally the anxiety drives it louder, is absolutely natural. But I'm telling you again, like I've worked with people with very mild tinnitus having a much worse reaction than you have, 
And I've worked with people with much louder tinnitus or like with, as they say, nearly deaf, only tinnitus um, uh, with relatively moderate uh, 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 experience of tinnitus, right? So tinnitus experience is individual and it's often and largely driven by the amount of anxiety that you experience. So the one thing that I can tell you right now is what you need to do instead of instead of saying like, I can't be like this when you're playing with your children. You can say to yourself, it's okay and it's normal for me to experience this. And let me tell you, that will start telling your brain that things are okay rather than things are absolutely not okay. So when you say like that I experienced this and this is louder and that the pitch is changing, it's because like, how could I not be anxious if my anxiety thoughts and the emotional connection I've made to this thing is one of... What if, what if I do this ultimate step? What if that happens to me like someone wrote on the internet? I said, but it, it won't, man. First of all, I, I, I will tell you another story. People who regularly write these kind of things on the internet, what do you think? Maybe they habituated in three months. Do you think they go back to delete that comment? They don't. So the comment is on the internet. The person is habituated to tinnitus, like your father or father-in-law. They don't care about their tinnitus anymore. You think they go back into the internet where they wrote this shit to make someone else super anxious? They don't. Let me tell you, they don't. So the, the, the problem that you need to see is that how could someone else, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say this about depression either. Someone else who says like, I'm, I'm super depressed, doesn't mean that you as a human being, you have the capability to be super depressed. Your brain can be super depressed, right? But that doesn't mean that you have an immediate clinical depression going on that someone who has a genetic predisposition for like super clinical depression where it's like they're having a really really like depression for therapy resistant depression for a long time what you experience is you have a bout of depressed mood because tinnitus is keeping you stuck in this loop that's what you experience you don't experience major depression you experience a depressed mood and difficult in this in these past weeks, maybe a couple of months. But in the same way that your brain has been able to get stuck in this way very quickly, your brain's going to be able to climb out there very quickly if you understand things a little bit better. And if you learn to tell your brain that the perception of tinnitus is that of which you adopted at the start, namely, it's fine. If you need a hearing aid, get a hearing aid. People with glasses get glasses. It's like, we need to also stop this association of hearing aids are also for old, only for old people. That's BS. Our society has become louder. People wear uh, earplugs the whole time, uh, like AirPods and stuff, and they crank up the volume the whole time. And people's ears are just getting shitier um, every, every month. So then very normally, we move into an area, an, an era where more people wear glasses because they're always staring at the screen, but also hearing aids. It's quite normal. Not a bad thing to happen. Sorry for the long monologue. Was any of it helpful to you? It was it was the most helpful, you know, piece of relief that I've gotten, you know, since being, you know, talking with the audiologist. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just want to, I, I, I want to leave you with this idea. Um, I mean, we still have some more time, but I want to leave you with this idea. If there's one thing that I can do um, for you to be able to change the way you think and perceive your tinnitus, that you say when you're playing with your children or when tinnitus comes up to bother you, that you say, it's okay that I'm reacting like this. This is not a problem. 
it's all right. It's fine for me to be able to, to react like this because naturally I've started dealing with this and I've, I've identified it as a threat to my well-being, but you can shift it back and you will shift it back. And for all the other things that are your problem, map them out, write them down, be conscious of them, and then decide how you're going to take action about it. To say, for example, you don't want to be seen by your wife or you, let me tell you, man, I've been weeping in my, in, my, in, my mom's, uh, in my mom's arms when I got tinnitus. I mean, I was 19. I didn't know what to do. I, I felt minimum as stupid as you did, right? I, I was already deaf on one ear, my, uh, screwing up this one, getting a hearing aid. What do you think how, where my anxiety was? I can relate to that, man. I absolutely can. But it's all right, man. It's, it's nothing. It's, it's normal. It's about how you communicate it. And if you communicate it in that way with your family to empower yourself and say, hey, look, daddy can even show emotions. He knows how to manage emotions. That's something very human, something very healthy. And you're like, you teach them something else that's going to be valuable for life. They will love you for it. Super powerful stuff. Thank you. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, for sure. Anything. Would you say that um, in dealing with this and trying to habituate it, um, what, the, the, what the audiologist told me is that silence is my biggest enemy. And she oh. shut the door on the silent thing. And she said, you hear that? She said, you need to drown it out any chance that you get driving in the car. or is And I'm like, well, is that really habituating to it? Not at all. That's the opposite of habituating to it. That's keeping this loop of reactivity alive because you're trying to keep it out as much as you can. Oh my goodness, when I hear that, man, it makes me so anxious because it's, it's the opposite of habituation. You don't have to fear anything from the sound. What you do with sound therapy is you mask the sound because you continue to think that by all means you need to avoid tinnitus. You don't. You know, you already know you don't need to avoid it and that you're absolutely fine even with the experience of tinnitus. And that's true habituation. Living your life, not paying one emotional F about tinnitus. And then your brain learns that tinnitus is nothing dangerous and that we don't need to tune into it. And then it goes into the background. Sound therapy, in my opinion, is the absolute opposite, the complete opposite to habituation because you replace one sound by another one. And as soon as the battery runs out, you get severely anxious. And you continue in this cycle all the time, rather than teaching your brain that the perception of tinnitus is totally safe, which is, by the way, what your dad and your father-in-law have done. So therefore, they don't care about their tinnitus. But people who mask their tinnitus continuously, honestly, you know why she did that? Oh, man, I, I'm getting, I don't want to get ahead of this, and I don't want to say they're they a bad person. But obviously, the sound masking hearing aids are more expensive because they have Bluetooth functionality and all of this kind of shit. So... Man, sorry, like you, you can take my advice, but you don't have to. But my to... opinion is sound therapy can work when we're severely anxious at the start to mask it. But how would this help you at building a relationship that your brain learns that tinnitus is safe to experience, therefore being able to habituate? Right. When you constantly mask it and running away from the sound, technically. There's no need to yeah. run away from it. It's it's like running away from a fly in your room. And the fly is like, it's just a fly. It's not even a mosquito. You no need to run away from that thing. Right. Sorry, I, got, I, I, I get emotional when I hear that because that's like, oh. that's how people get stuck for years, man. Because they get yeah, stuck in this reactivity. Yeah, that helps me so much because that's really the confusion that I had is like, she never once said anything about habituation. 
she just said about drowning the sound out. And um, it leads me to my other question. So then um, you have tinnitus and you have a hearing aid. So then I have a consultation on her on with Friday, on coming Friday. Um, and I know she's going to try to sell me a hearing aid. And it's like, so then should I get a hearing aid at all? Or should I not get one? What would be? Why would I get a hearing aid in the first? Did you place? did you did you get your did you get your audiogram? Did she send you the audiogram that you have? My hearing my hearing test. Yeah, the test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Send me send me an email of that. Send me a picture of that to my email. Okay. And uh, and uh, I mean, I'm not a I'm not an audiologist, so I'm going to forward it to an audiologist and ask them um what their what their recommendations it's, it's probably usually pretty clear so you can see it very quickly whether there's an indication for hearing aid or not but just to be safe because i don't want to give audiological or medical advice um uh, i want to forward it to someone who is very very good here in, uh, in germany a very very good friend of mine and i'm going to get back to you before friday okay yeah yeah awesome all right uh, one final thing that i want to share with you um malcolm because i don't want to leave you all alone is uh, I want to share with you that uh, you're obviously always welcome inside our club. I'm not sure how much you've seen about it already, um, but I have an online tinnitus habituation program. It's called mytinnitus.club. Um, maybe you can see the screen already. Okay. And uh, we have all kinds of different uh, programs in here. We have uh, courses. I just uh, recently released uh, an eight weeks guide to habituation, a big court course. Um, we have uh, a lot of success stories with our members in here. Um, we have weekly coaching sessions. We have game nights. We had a Christmas event. Right now, we have a 30-day challenge where people support each other and um, uh, and come together in a daily chat and everything. So, um, yeah, it's a really, really cool community where it's the exact opposite of everything else you would see in online communities otherwise. But we all use the program that I've been using in the last five, five years in order to get people uh, to habituation, to get them closer to habituation, and to really just uh, share their successes and be happy about everything that we do together. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Can I, can I ask you one more question? I know we're done with our time. No, all good. All good. Anything. Ask me. Um, do your, does your hearing uh, device help you with your tinnitus? Uh, so the way the hearing aid helps with the tinnitus is because, you know, the hearing aid works in this way. The hearing aid has a microphone over here right that picks up sound from the outside literally like my microphone here and a speaker in here and the speaker goes into the inner ear right so the microphone picks up the sounds from the environment then there's a sound processor similarly to your airpods or something and then a speaker who puts the sound inside your ear and what it does is it basically takes the frequencies that according to your audiogram you can't hear as well anymore and puts them in your ear so then you hear more from the sounds. And as your tinnitus is very likely in the frequencies where um, where you have the hearing loss, when you have the hearing aid in, you hear more from the outside world. And when you hear more from the outside world, tinnitus goes a little bit into the background. So it's not like tinnitus disappears, but when you do experience tinnitus and you have a hearing loss, then it's very likely that the hearing aid will help you to, no, it's not very likely, this is the, the purpose of the hearing aid is to even out the hearing loss according to the graph. And of course, when you hear more and um, the perception of tinnitus becomes less because you hear more from the outside. And of course, when I take my hearing aid out, I hear my tinnitus much more prominent, right? So when I have my hearing aid in, it, it picks up the sound from my voice, processes the sound from my voice. 
the, the frequencies I don't hear anymore. It, it takes your voice, processes your voice, puts it in here, and all the outside sounds. There are not many right now. The AC is going because it's hot here. And uh, there's some some other sounds that that are, but but that's the way hearing aids help with tinnitus, and that's I a see. good thing. They don't do a miracle miracle work, but they don't need to. the The thing is, your brain does the miracle work all by itself. But there are things that you can do. There are science based frameworks. What we talked about. So everything that we talked about about your emotional reaction, about the way you think, believe, and feel about your tinnitus, those are all things that we can work easily work with in order to. Get you to habituation a little bit faster. That's and that's what we do in, inside the the online program. Well, I'm ready to join. Um, I, um, thank you so much for your time. And I have, you know, I'll send any other questions. And um, are are, are multiple one-on-one uh, -on -one Zoom calls available to like uh, book? Um, no, this one is the first one, and it's free. But uh, I I I gotta I gotta say as well that. Um, I, I pay my rent and I, I do my living with this coaching as well. So I would have to do a, a coaching program and I would have to charge you for for one-on-one -on -one oh, no. coaching. Yeah, no, I definitely expecting to pay for it, but I just want to know how do I sign up to... Ah, okay. To yeah, that's no, yeah, yeah, that's no problem. I can send you an email with all the resources afterwards and then you can just respond to that email, send me your audiogram um, okay. and then we can take it from there. Okay. Sounds good? Thank you so much. I'm so I'm excited. You helped me... You help me more than you know. Yeah, I, I mean, that's what we're here for. And I'm happy to do that, man. It's it's nice to connect and nice to see you. And if, 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 if I can say one final thing, try not to be too hard on yourself. It's difficult, but it's going to be okay. You don't need to worry about it too much. Just make sure you, you, you feel confident in everything you do. And it's not always easy, but you will. And then communicate it the right way to the people that are with you. Then you feel like you're in control again, although it's still difficult, but you feel like you're controlling the situation and then things get so much better. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. I'll be sending that email to you and uh, we'll catch up soon. Okay. Okay. We will. Thank you very much. All right, Malcolm. Good meeting you, All buddy. Right. Have a great day. You too. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode of the Outering Tinnitus podcast, the Tinnitus Relief podcast, where we help people all over the world to live their best life despite tinnitus. If you liked this podcast episode, there is two things that you can do for me. You can subscribe to the podcast because that helps more people discover it, more people hopefully getting relief and getting access to um, what I do. I did this session with Malcolm completely for free. He's also turned into someone who is working with me now um, in one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, but also he has become a member of the MyTinnitus.club community. Um, in the end, that is uh, obviously your choice, whether you think that you would benefit from a coaching or access to our online program program. Um, but if you do like this podcast, I would really, really enjoy you subscribing and sharing it with the people who you think ne need it and need to hear it. And a final little thing, if you want to buy me a coffee, support the project, then you will find a link in the description below, not only to some of the free resources that I share, uh, but also you can buy me a coffee and keep these podcast episodes coming because they come every single week on Friday for over two years already, nearly three years now, I've been uh, doing this podcast and I really enjoy doing it. And thank you for all your feedback out there. So I wish you a nice weekend by now. And uh, yeah, we'll hear you in the next one or see you inside the club. All right. Goodbye, guys.
you very much for listening to the Outring Tinnitus podcast. I am looking forward to also welcome you on my website at outringtinnitus.com or if you have any questions, please mail to frida at outringtinnitus.com. See you next time.